0: just like Jesus At the start of the year Susan and I decided to declutter and minimize at home. We went through every cupboard and drawer and storage area and simplified them all. We looked at our clothes and sent a lot to open hands. We shredded many, many papers. We found things, threw away what we didn't need, cleaned it up. And apart from our garage, we've pretty much finished. And it's been really therapeutic. I I like simplicity, not being held by things, not accumulating too much stuff and baggage. When you become a follower of Jesus, something incredible happens. The Father declutters your life. All your baggage and your mess, your regrets, your stuff are cleaned up by Jesus. The cross dealt with all of our clutter, all our sin and impurity. And as a person says sorry for their sin and invites Jesus into their lives, he declutters Every aspect, and they receive the miracle of a fresh start. And then the journey of purity begins. And as we look at our series on the character of Jesus, today we're talking about Jesus and purity. Jesus was pure, his character was pure, his lifestyle was pure, his thoughts were pure, his motives and actions. They were pure. The way he spoke to men and women was pure. The way he behaved in public and private was pure. He was and is inspirational. And we can think of purity as following rules or missing out or far too challenging, uninspiring, depriving ourselves. And yet purity is aspirational. To have a character that is pure and to walk in purity is true life itself. A pure, uncluttered character is a beautiful thing to be longed for, to aspire to. Purity is also possible. Because of Jesus, we can become more pure. Now, I don't believe we can reach perfection before heaven, but with the help of Holy Spirit, we can grow and develop, and we can definitely sin less. But here's the challenge. Purity is nearly always a choice. We choose to change. We choose to do the right thing, to alter the way we think, the way we speak, the way we hide, the way we live. And when we do, the results are so precious. So how do we begin to develop a pure character? Well, as with every area of this character series, we begin with Jesus and we start in the Bible. And we're reading today from Hebrews chapter 4 verse 14 to 16 and I'm in the New International version today. Therefore, since we have a great high priest who has ascended into heaven, Jesus the Son of God, let us hold firmly to the faith we profess. A pure character starts with Jesus. And let me just skim through this passage and draw out some thoughts. Jesus is the Son of God. Jesus will always help us to stay strong. Jesus feels great sympathy for us. Jesus understands our weaknesses. Jesus himself was tempted in every way. Jesus never sinned. Jesus encourages us in this passage to run to grace. Jesus tells us to be confident as we come to the Father. Jesus declares that there is mercy for us in our time of need and he declares that there is grace to help us in our time of need. Wow, think about that. The one who loves you and understands you and invites you to be close to him is willing to walk with you. This one was tempted in every way, just as you are. And yet he never sinned. Jesus' character is centred on purity. He's incredible. A pure character starts with looking at Jesus. But a pure character deeply impacts our lives. Let us hold firmly to the faith we profess. It's a battle, at times a war, but purity is a constant choice and it costs. A pure character changes the way we look at people, how we think about people, what happens in our minds, how we behave, how we live in secret, how we allow and what we allow be in our lives. It deeply impacts every area of life, bringing the hidden into the open, bringing reality into the light, bringing truth to how we love God, love others, love his mission. A pure character leads to peace, greater joy and fulfilment in life. A pure character starts with Jesus, it impacts Our lives and a pure character really matters. In the passage we've looked at, so that we may receive mercy. I found in my walk with Jesus that he has always been kind and gradually brought change in the areas of my life that needed to be more pure. When I became a Christian, he spoke to me gently and gradually about areas of change that needed to happen. And he has always been kind and compassionate and forgiving. But purity really matters. We mustn't have a casual view about purity. The finished work of Jesus on the cross cleans us up. It strips back, makes new where nothing else can. This is where we all start. Forgiven at the beginning. We can't save ourselves. It's why we need a saviour. And in fact, if you're here and you're thinking, wow, this is a powerful message. Christianity starts with a relationship with Jesus where we realise we need help and you can receive him today. But the next part of our journey, even though it starts with being changed, is a choice. We have to choose to walk in purity. And this way is so important. It may be painful and costly, but it really matters. So let's ground this with steps that we can all take. I want to look at foundation steps, practical steps and spiritual steps. So let's start foundation steps to purity. As forgiven people, Jesus followers need to remind themselves of a number of things. I think firstly that Jesus understands to remember this he was tempted in every way just as we are yet he did not sin he was tempted to worry to lust to be afraid to doubt to hate to judge to compete to despise to manipulate and yet he never did and when we know we have a friend in Jesus we find a motivation towards purity ourselves You can never say, Jesus, you don't get it. You don't know what it's like. He does. And he chose a different way. Foundationally, we have to remember what he's already done. He has removed our sins as far from us as the east is from the west. Your past is forgiven. You're not to live in regret. You cannot let your life before Jesus dictate your life ahead. We will never deserve his kindness. We can never earn his forgiveness. He did it all for us because of love. I love this passage here. See what great love the Father has lavished on us, that we should be called children of God. And that is what we are. 1 John 3. Remember, Jesus understands. Remember what he's already done. And remember, you cannot do it. your own we cannot purify our own hearts no amount of doing or striving will ever accomplish that task dr martin lloyd jones wrote this the only way to have a pure heart is to realize you have an impure heart it's only when i give up trying to cover up when i acknowledge my need for god's help that i can be transformed from the inside out remember Remember, grace is always available. Let us approach God's throne of grace with confidence that we will receive mercy and find grace to help us in our time of need. Whatever the truth in your life, whatever the hidden, whatever the shame, there's enough grace today to meet you on your journey to purity. Jesus is always the answer and his grace is always available. We need to remember foundations, but we also need to make practical choices. When we see his beauty, are we willing to change? I've been impacted by this thought in Psalm 139 again. Search me, O God, know my heart. Test me, know my anxious thoughts. Point out anything in me that offends you and lead me along the path of everlasting life. We need practical steps. Honesty. Search me, oh God. Know my heart. To look at our lives and say, this is where I am. This is the truth. These are the hidden parts of me. Do you know that the hidden kills you, but the light heals you? The darkness damages you. That coming into the light can change you forever. You know, we can ignore and cover up. But purity as a pilgrim starts with honesty. What's happening in your mind, in your heart, in secret, in your private world? Are there areas of you out of control? Are there aspects of your life where you know God is searching and it's time for change? Practically, we have to be honest to him. And my experience is sometimes it's healing to be honest with another person. We also need reality. Test me, the psalmist says, and know my anxious thoughts. As well as honesty, we need revelation. The same way we sometimes need people to point things out in our lives that need help. We need the Holy Spirit to show us and point out some things that need to change. To pray, Lord, show me where I really am. Is there anything in me that makes you sad? Anything I don't realize or another level of purity you want to bring? The truth brings the chance of freedom. In these practical steps, honesty, reality, we also need humility. Point out anything in me that offends you. Wow. When we're honest and when the Father helps us to see reality, we have to respond, Lord, I'm sorry. Repentance is a part of the Christian journey, a part of becoming more and more like Jesus, a part of a walk to purity. Sometimes we need someone else in the room as well to help honesty, reality, humility, and for me, practically, determination. Lead me along the path of everlasting life. I'm willing to be different. I'm gonna do anything to change. I can't do this on my own. I need other people's help. These are practical steps to purity. You're gonna be honest, you're gonna be real, you're gonna be humble, and then determined. But what about the spiritual steps, or the miracle steps to purity? When we draw close to Him, something happens. Another psalm, create in me a pure heart, O God. Renew a steadfast spirit in me. Don't cast me from your presence. Don't take your Holy Spirit from me. When we draw close in worship, in the Bible, in dependency, He meets us. I know for me, during lockdown, and this unique year, some of the most powerful moments in my life, I've been simply listening to worship music and sensing God's presence, drawing close to me, drawing close to him. Is it time to fall in love with him again? And the desire to be pure as you do will become greater than the desire to sin. We draw close But we must remember there is always an alternative way when we're tempted. The passage in 1 Corinthians 10 verse 13 is incredibly powerful for our lives and certainly in this topic. Listen to the words of Paul writing, no temptation has seized you except what is common to mankind and God is faithful he will not let you be tempted beyond what you can bear but when you're tempted he will also provide a way out so that you can endure it there is always another way when you are tempted in a habit pattern in a moment of bad judgment there is always another way the way that God gives you to go a different way ask him expect, Lord, I'm going to make a mistake. Can you help me? There is always a way out. And I think spiritually to remember he is still the God of miracles. If the son sets you free, Jesus says, you're going to be free indeed. There's no habit, no secret, no impurity in your life that can't be changed by the power of God. And then you outwork it with great choices and decisions. A character that is pure is aspirational. It's possible. It's a decision. It starts with Jesus. It deeply impacts your life. It really, really matters. So foundationally, let's remember he understands. Tempted in every way and yet without sin. Remember what he's done, taking your sin and your impurity. Remember, you can never do it on your own. Remember, grace is always available. Practically, let's stop being honest, real, humble, determined. And let's spiritually draw close. Look for the constant way out. And remember, he's the God of miracles. When you're going to refine gold to its purest form, In ancient times, it involved a craftsman sitting next to a hot fire with molten gold in a crucible, being stirred and skimmed to remove the impurities, the dross that rose to the top of the molten metal. Flames sometimes reaching in excess of a thousand degrees Celsius. It was a dangerous occupation, but it led to the refining. Of the gold. Today, by the power of the Spirit, the Father who loves you more than anyone else wants to invite you, the refiner fire, on your life again, removing some of the dross and causing the beauty of who you are in Christ to become more and more alive with the power of the Spirit. There's therefore now no condemnation for those who are in Christ. Grace, forgiveness, mercy, and then the call to walk in purity. Let's decide to let the refiner work in our hearts for us to be more and more like Jesus, shaped by his character, following his example. This is the character. God is destined for you. This is the beauty of the purity of Jesus' character.